All right, Rabotai, we're continuing our Shi'urim in Harambam, and we're in Hilchot Tefillah, and we're in Pedic He, and we are up to Halacha Yud. Kiri'ah Ketzad, so we said one of the integral parts of Tefillah is the bowing. Amit Palel Korea Hamesh Kiri'ot Bechol Tefillah with Tefillah. So the Rambam counted five bowings in every Tefillah. Beberachari Shona, Batchila Obasof. In the first beracha, in the beginning and the end. So that's two. Obhodaya, that's modim. Bitchila obasof. The beginning and the end, that's four. Ushigomera tefillah. Kodaya oposeya shalosh pesiot la harav. Before you make osei shalom, you make another bow and you go back. So Harabam is counting that as one. Ushu kodaya. And then when you're already bowing, noten shalom misimol atzmo. Then you go to the left, and then ve'harkach mimin atzmo, and then you go to the right. Ve'harkach magbiya rosho mina kiri'ah, and then you finally come up from the kiri'ah. Ukshihu koreya be'arba kiri'ot, koreya be'baruch. So the bowing starts with baruch, ukshihu zokef, zokef b'ashem. And when you come up, you come up with Hashem's name. Ba'me devanim amurim behidyot. That's only if you're a regular guy. The uh, proletarian. Aval, Kohen Gadol, Koreya, Betchida, Kul Beracha, Ubisof Kul Beracha. But if you're a Kohen Gadol, <coughs> so then you bow uh, at the beginning of every Beracha and at the end of every Beracha. Vamelech, and if you're a king, Kevan Shesha Barishona, Eno Magbiya Rosho, Ad Shagomeko Tefilato, he stays bowing the whole Tefilah. So it sounds like the greater you are, the more subservient you have to be in the Amidah. Why, when he says Shalom, he goes to the left first. Because your left is the right of the one that's in front of you. And you're standing in front of the king, so it's God's right. So you say Shalom first to the right of the king. And they established that you should, uh, you know, leave the king, depart from the king. The king of kings like you would depart from a mortal king. Regarding these bowings, you have to bow until all the discs in the vertebrae are, uh, are bent. Uh, and basically, it looked like a bow, as of the bow and arrow. So bent, exactly. And if you did it a little, and you pained yourself as far as you can go, and it looks like you're giving it as best as you can, that's enough. Uh, so that's, uh, that's that. Uh, so now, let's go up to the uh, case of Mishneh for a minute, and let's learn. All right, so now we have... We have the case of Mishneh, and we're going to be in uh, 
So we're going to do in uh, Yud. So let's over the Kesef Yud. Kiri'ah Kesad. Well, that's it. It's going to be the Rosh over here. Leave them. If it's the grave, they would have known. Unbelievable. They came here. Let's make the Rosh here. Perek en omdim. Tanur banan. Elu berachot. שאדם שוחה בהם באבות תחילה וסוף בהודעת תחילה וסוף ומה שכתב ומש... ושגומר כל היה נראה שלמד כן מדמין הפרק הוציאו לו יומה אמר רבי חייב בדר והונה חזינה לאביה ורבה ונפנש את העמידה דפסעי גימו פסיון בקריאה אחת so we know from there that they made a קריאה when they made עושה שלום משהו שצריך לקרוא בסוף התפילה. ונותם שלום, גם זה, גם זה שם, ומשום שמעי אמרו שנותן שלום לימין ואחר כך לשמאל. ועוד יתבאר בו סמוך. הוגשו כל הים. ממרא דרבה בר חנינא משמר דרב, דאין דברכות, אנשי סט כשהוא קורע באבות ובהודאה, במה דברים אמורים בהדיות. That's also in ברכות. אמר רבי שמעון בן פזי, אמר רבי יהושע בן נביא, משום בר כפרה, הדיוט כמו שאמרנו, אוקיי? הדיוט, אז רק מיסד. כלומר, בברייתא שכתבתי בסמוך, כהן גדול, בסוף כל ברכה וברכה, והמלך, he starts, תעילת כל ברכה וברכה, בסוף כל ברכה. זה דיפן אופיניין. So again, this opinion holds that the כהן גדול is the end of every ברכה, and the king is the beginning and the end of every ברכה. אבל אמר רבי יצחק בן נחמני לדידי, מפרשתי מנהל ריבל, הדיוט כמו שאמרנו, כהן גדול תחילה כל ברכה וברכה, כהן גדול זה ביגינינג אוף אבי ברכה, והמלך כיוון שקרה, שוב אינו זוקף, he stays down the whole time, ופסק לבנו כלי בר נחמני, משום דאמר לדידי מפרשתי, he said I was explained it this way, עלמא דק תפה בשמעתה, interesting line of the כסף משנה, so whenever you have in the גמרא לדידי מפרשתי, that indicates that he had a better accuracy in his uh, tradition. It was brought down so that to clarify. And therefore, uh, Rambam takes that. It's an interesting rule that uh, we see from this case of Mishneh. Lididi mefarchili is not just, you know, uh, stab. He's saying, I was medayek. V'nir'eh shaya b'girsat rabbeinu b'chuen gadot t'chilat kol beracha v'bracha v'sof kol beracha v'bracha. Right, because in the lididi mefarchili, it just says... Uh, in the beginning of each beracha. But the Rambam writes, Ta'ilah v'asof. O b'tchilat kol beracha v'beracha de'amari b'nachmani, asof kol beracha v'beracha de'kamari b'shuam v'pazi samich. And he's just coming to add. Meaning he's, he's saying not only the beginning, but also the end. So therefore he's, he's combining the two opinions. De'lesufei ali'ata. U'ba'ayin de'lecha b'tchilat kol beracha v'beracha v'asof kol beracha v'beracha. It's interesting how he makes that... He's got to tweak it to make it work. All right, now let's go back to the, uh, again, we're going to have to introduce the Kabbalists again. I know we're learning Harambam, and sometimes those two words don't go together. But uh, we're talking about Kiriot. So we have the back of the book over here. This is Halakha Wat Yud. So they're going to tell us how to bow. Shin Samech Bed it is. Um, so let's get to some of the reasons why we would bow. So some of the reasons that Ben Yonah writes, Shetama Kiriyah uh, Be Berachat Avot, because it says by Avraham 
uh, or it says by in the Ezer, Ba'ekod va'ishtahaveh Hashem va'avarechet Hashem Elohei Adoni Abraham. So you see that one, when he mentioned Abraham's name, he bowed. V'lemedim Abraham, or the God of Abraham, I should say. So you see, he bow. And therefore it says, Va'ekod va'ishtahaveh. That's two bowings. So therefore you mention it. Therefore you mention Elohei Abraham, you got to mention you got to bow twice. Nice. That's what we say. That's the source. Abu Dadam writes that the reason why we bow in Hoda'ah, so it says in the Pasuk, Va'ishtahavelamelech, Va'abarechlamelech. Va'ishtahavelamelech says, The Modina Lemaka, I thank the king. And uh, therefore he says, Va'tama Kiriot Kedeshi Yiskon Lefnemi Omed, Lechisofoliot Afar. Interesting. Uh, you're going to end up in the ground. I guess that's where you go. Towards the ground. And the Ve'od Lirmos Kedilim Shukh Beracha Melemala Lemata, beautiful Kavana. So you try to be Moshech the Beracha, so you're doing an act. You're actually bringing it down. The Kedi Ota actually bringing it down. It's pulling the pulley. Like an yes. So I, I'm sorry to tell you, Baruch Hashem not here, but very, very poor uh, uh, showing for Hazanim. In, uh, in, 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 you know, in Hazarad, with, 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 with bowings. They don't know what they're doing. They don't do it. It was a pet peeve of Chemyum Tov. He used to go crazy. He used to watch them. And the guy's not bowing. We'll, 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 we'll bring him down. Who cares how fast he reads? If you don't do the kitty art, you're missing an integral. Especially according to Abu Dhabi, you're bringing the Berachot down and all these Kavanot over there. Um, and then he says, um, I mean, if, if you open up, uh, double just look at some, look at the Bet Elohim. So that's Rabbi. <laughs> Uh, Mitrani, that's the, in the, this famous Sefer on Tefillah. <clears throat> so he writes over here, uh, he says the following Katab, Sheinyana Kiriot, Shemit Palel, Morebaze Sheenu Raulit Palel, Kadosh Baruchu, Velesaperit Gidulato. You're basically saying, Who am I to praise you and even talk to you? Vatam Sheshohim Tab, Berkat Avotu Modim. Because those are exceptional in the praising areas of God. It's just personal things. It's a showing of a total subservience and subjugation. Who are we? So you're, like when, you, when you're praising Hashem with these unbelievable praises, you're just going down as if to say, unworthy. Uh, and not, not, not that God needs these praises at all anyway. That's right. The, 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 the higher he is, the lower they fall, as they say. Ma'asir um, okay, out the bottom. Ben Yedid, Vivarim, Sharambam lo pasak halakha zu. What does it say in halakha? Above it says, the reef and the rosh, we learned that. You know, if a guy starts to want to bow in every beracha, we stop him. Yeah, we stop him. Gava. Like I did. And then and, uh, I did this on my own when I was young. I was praying in the Midrash in Sheres Siyon. And uh, so Friday night, we used to pray with the Midrash guys on Friday night, the first minyan in Sheres Siyon. And I was very religious in those days. And I felt that the people are not bowing enough in the Amidah. I was very, felt very connected in those days. And I said, you know, I'm so close to Hashem, I want to bow in every Berachah in the Amidah. 
So I bowed uh, like a Kohen Gadol, basically. Uh, well, not a Kohen Gadol, almost at the end of every Beracha. So Baruch Atashim Adat, I went down, and then Acham Baruch Alavashov came to me and said, What are you doing exactly? I guess he got annoyed because he, you know, I'm going down every couple of minutes, every second. So uh, I said, I'm, I'm bowing. He says, You only bow four times. I said, I want to bow more. <laughs> He said, uh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> and he taught me a lesson uh, that the more is less and stick to the four and everybody's doing four. No, no, don't be a hero. And that ended my career of trying to be like a Kohen Gadol. Uh, so, but, the, but guess what? Now I'm very happy because Harambam didn't bring this as the halakha. Harambam does not say that if a guy wants to bow more, you stop him. So uh, the, the Shohan Aruch brought it down, but Rambam lo pasak halakha and the Maaser Okeya says, "Sharabam lo pasak alacham b'shum jimuva bebraita shemenagosh Rabbi Akiva, kishayam mitpalel benol ben atzmo." He was bowing uh, all over the place. Veikshu al tosafot kesadaya Rabbi Akiva marbe bekriot. It says you shouldn't bow more. V'tiresi sheeni shulchot ella betchilat haberachah b'sofa. The only problem is to bow in the beginning of the berachah and at the end. Umutal shulchot beemsa, but in the middle. So that, that's probably you get shaking from. Shaking is a form of kiriya. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a full kiriya, but it's definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a nyan. But you're going down. It would be zokif. So therefore, that justifies the biakiva. Varambam saba shetirut ze dahuk. Ufi ze rabbi akiva cholek alabrayt. He says, "Rabbi Akiva, you can bow whenever you want." And therefore, Harambam is posik like Rabbi Akiva of the Brayta of, of, of the story, and therefore he has no problem. So uh, that retroactively, I had the Ram- I didn't know to talk Baruch at the time. Uh, what about the Rambam? I'm lucky I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, the ignorance is bliss in that case. Very interesting uh, piece there. Right, that's very interesting. You can do it. You can do it. Interesting. Although, although we could argue that Biakiva was in the house, he was alone. So maybe when it doesn't, uh, you know, affect other people, but it says it says in the Gemara. Oh, so whatever we had, uh, you know, the maid, whatever. Just eavesdrops, eavesdrops. The student, always a student under the table watching the rabbis. Always, you know, Torah. I was going to the bed watching the rabbi was doing. That's, that's it. The, the, the Zoom. The Zoom was on. He forgot the Zoom. <laughs> he left the Zoom on. <laughs> so, uh, What's the difference between the four and the five? Because you do the five, we, we do the five, but we count it four? I mean, yeah, it's technically five. We call it four because that's the Berachot. But the uh, telling you, uh, don't, don't minimize that last one. That last one's part of the count. That's right. I'll say Shalom. You say, there you go. But uh, how do you bow... So if you open up uh, on page Sin Samech Dalid, uh, he has over here, uh, yeah, so you're going to go at the end over here. So over here it says, so you're going to start over here, uh, so 
קולאיה בברוך, או שהוא זוקף, זוקף בשם. שמואל explain the reason, when you say Hashem's name, you go up, because Hashem זוקף כפופים. מקשה הגמרא, מפני שמי נחתו, which is משמע שיש להיכנע באמירת השם, מפני שמי נחת, so like when you say Hashem's name, you should be נחת, you should go down. And the Gemara says, no, it doesn't say בשמי, it says מפני שמי. Before my name, you should be down. משמע, otherwise you're up. אלא מפני שמי, דהיינו שיש להיכנע בפני הקדוש ברוך הוא, ברכות חיים, מפני שמי, דהיינו שיהיה נכנע קודם שיזכיר שם השם. וזוקף באמירת השם, משום השם זוקף כפופים. היינו כאשר מזכיר את השם, אומרו בזקיפה. ויש בפרשם שזוקף באמירת השם, כלומר, שמודה הוא שהשם זוקף כפופים. מאירי כתב שבתחילת מלאכה הודעה שאין בה תיבת ברוך, אבל היא דו אין מודיעין, זה לא ברוך, קורא בהודעה במלאכה מודיעין. מודיעין אנחנו לאה, כשאתה הוא, אני מנסה לשם, זה נקמה. רבנו יונה רייץ, כשוק בקריאה מראה שאדם את הפחד והיראה. זה שוב ספיר. וכשזוקף, ישוב פתחון. So therefore, uh, I guess, when you mention Hashem's name, you already have פתחון, and Hashem will take care of everything. So therefore, you come back up. היפה מראה הקשר שבבן במשנה, שהקוראים יקוראים בשמיעת השם במפרט בכהן גדול, ובבואה שבמשנת שמיעת השם יש הכלאווה. Right. שהיו שומעים את שם השם, יוצאים מפיגרון, קוראים שאתה ערבי, מסתכל כמו נסר השם's name, they went down. And here we're saying, when you say Hashem's name, you should go up. בית המקדש, The Shekhinah would come when you mention the name of Hashem. So when they said Hashem's name, Shekhinah came down, it's got to go down. It's different. Right. The Megid Abraham, Yishev, Lefi Azor, Shemashva Shedavka, Be'amirat Shem Hashem, Be'brakha, Yesh Tizkof. Ulefi Zeh, Be'amirat Hashem, Shlo Be'brakha, Sarik Lechrawa. Okay, it makes a halut between Be'brakha and not in the Be'brakha. I mean, we don't, 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 Vayavor, Vayavor Hashem, Alpanav, we go down. When we say Hashem, then we go back up when we say Hashem, Hashem. So, So one Hashem you die and one Hashem you're up. And the Prima Gadim, okay, says on the girls, Rav Yashiv Katav, Shenaflu Alpenim Kodim Shishamot Hashem. Okay, Rav Yashiv, different answer. They fell on their faces before Hashem's name. Because you show him, Shem Hashem, Kodim Shishamot. And then they get up, they get up. Right, right, right. That's Rav Yashiv. All right, so that's the, uh, that's the Kiri Ot, uh, basically in a, uh, In the shell of a nut. So he doesn't talk about the uses versus the waste? No. That's the old Zohar. We don't bend these. We just, you know, go down. Ashkenazim Baruch is Berkayim. I think they should have, it should be exactly, it says Berkayim. That's right. And exactly. No, Berkayim just means your hips. That's right. Let's go one more, Rabotai. Interesting. The note over here at the Shin Yud on the bottom. ולכן בראש השנה ויום הכיפורים נגעו הכל לעשות עצמם מלכים ושוחים מתחילת תבל זוקפים. That's why in some people when they pray the יום כיפור in ראש השנה they bow the whole time. Because on יום כיפור we're like מלכים, בני מלכים. And therefore we have that status. I guess because the day itself demands an extra הכנעה. 
So therefore, since we're getting judged, so therefore we treat ourselves like Menachim in the sense that we have to... Yeah, and Shohan Aruch brings that down, by the way, in the Al-Khotor Shoshanah, that some have the custom to <laughs> bow the whole, the whole time. And they just get, and they, but he says they get up at the end of the Benachot, because you shouldn't be bowing at the end of the Benachot, according to that opinion. Okay, so that's that. Uh, let's go uh, one more over here. Uh, so beautiful uh, reviews of all these things. Uh, so now we have the Ishtachabayot, that's the prostrating, uh, as they would call it. Okay, after you lift your head up from the fifth Kiriyah, Yeshev La'aris. Okay, look at this here. Sit on the floor. Venofel al panab arsas nefilat apayim. This is the part that we don't do. Is but I'm, I'm telling you, you know, is what you do. You sit on the floor. Venofel al panab arsa umetchanen, and you, you you pray your brains out. Bechol atam nimshi yiretze. Wow. Kiriah amura bechol makom al berkayim. Not among gives you vocabulary. Kiriah is berkayim, is the legs. Kida. Al apayim, he does the face. Apayim arza, like it says in the pasuk. Hishtachavaya is the pishut yadaim v'raglayim. Prostrating. Straight out. Straight out. Straight out. Ad shenem samu tal al panav just like you just lying flat, flat on the ground. So those are the different. Uh, now, if you open up Rabbi uh, um, Arya Kaplan, he'll tell you that the. Uh, Imam Loez and, and, and all his books on Kabbalah that he has. Uh, he's uh, he was a great Kabbalist, and he uh, every time Kaplan's a translator. Yeah, and and, and he, he he'll tell you that the kiriot are part of the meditation. Yeah, that, that, that's like it's like a yoga where you're bowing to get into the into the mood, like you know, so you're going down and up. There's a it does something to the body with the flow of the blood. Now you're going down and up and puts you in the in the Zen, so that's uh, that view. Whatever he just he just tell you that it's 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 not only the uh, there's definitely something in the bowing that puts you in the right. You now we've been doing we, we've been doing yoga for, for two thousand years. These guys just woke up down. They start doing calisthenics. So say, hey, we 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 hadush. We do it every day, four times, five times. Now we're doing he's that. Exactly. He's giving you the rules of calisthenics. How to bow. How to yeah, the legs. The thing. It's kind of, it's basically it's calisthenics. They're done every day. Just that we think it's a religious exercise because it's not an Amidah, but there's, there's benefits to the... Uh, uh, what, do we, what do we call the bowing of people? What do we call that? That's, that's that would be like... Uh, uh, no, that would be Ishtabaya. Uh, At the end of the day, we go, we're, we're, we're yeah. down. We're down. All right, so let's see... Yudalit. Kishu osin nefilat panim ahara tefilah. So now the filat apayim at the end of the tefillah, I had to be mean after the amida. Yes, mishu ose kida. Try that. Kida is odd one. That's, that's the thumbs. Right, Levi, Levi. Emlein. The yes mishu ose shtahavaya. Regardless what you do, asula asula shtahavaya leabanim. You can't do shtahavaya on rocks. So he sued from the Torah. Like we learned in Helchot Ve'ed Adam Hashuv Rashaili Pol Al Panav. And Adam Hashuv should not go down on his face. 
אלא אם כן הוא יודע בסוף שהוא צדיק יהושע, אז שהוא נאור פשוט ינגרנס, אז הוא אומר חלול השם. אבל מטה פניו מעט, he goes down a little, ואין הוא כובש אותם, you don't put your face down on the ground, הוא מותר לאדם להתפלל במקום זה, וליפול על פניו במקום אחר. You don't have to do it in the same place where you pray, you can do it in different locations. Look at Ted Vav, it's the last one of the Perek, מנהג פשוט בכל ישראל. שאין נפילת אפיים בשבתות ומועדים ולא בראש השנה. We don't do this נפילת אפיים on those days, holidays. ולא בראשי חודשים, ובחנוכה, ופורים. So that's a great trivia, you know, whenever they want to know the בקיאים in רמב״ם. How many times does רמב״ם mention חנוכה outside of הלכות חנוכה? You got one of them הלכות תפילה, אז החנוכה, ובפורים. ולא במנחה של הרבה שבתות וימים טובים, and you don't do it on מנחה. of Erev Shabbat, and not in Arbit. There's no difference in Arbit that every day. And there are people who are not afraid of Arbit. Some people do it in Arbit. They don't get stuck in that way. And on the day of Kippur, they don't get stuck in that way. Except on Kippur, that they do it in every, uh, every tefillah. Because on the day of Kippur, that's the day. So you know, there's no choice. That, that is the day. All right, let's see some Kesef uh, Mishneh. Again, you're understanding what, what we didn't speak it out, but I'm assuming the members that are in attendance, maybe some of the listeners are not aware. But the, 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 this book over here, you probably figured it out already, has brought no sources. The kid, the Rambam doesn't bring any sources for anything he says. He's just writing it, uh, uh, you know, because he said so. And uh, the reader trusts that Rambam probably found it somewhere. And if it's good enough for the Rambam, it's good enough for us. Uh, until the critics came along and said, what kind of book is this? This is the first book of its kind where the author doesn't even give us a hint where he got this from. I mean, the Rosh, it's in the Gemara. The Reef is, builds it from the Gemara. And the Rishonim, everything's from the Gemara. And there you have Rambam. And he's just uh, giving you Piske Halachot, which was something which was novel at the time. And the Rambam knew what he was doing was novel. Because in the introduction of his book, he says, that's it. Sell all your libraries. I'm putting all the bookstores out of business. All you need is this book, and you don't need any of the books. What are you wasting your time for, is it? You only need Gemara to get the Halakha. I did it for you. I, I, I squeezed the Gemara, and I synthesized the bottom lines for you. And therefore, go to the bookstore and just order one book. Mishneh Torah, which is the, the second part of the Torah, which is the Rambam's book. However it is, and just learn my book, and you can be a good Jew. You can be a good Jew not only... But I'll give you Hilchot Olam Abba also, even the stuff that doesn't apply, and you'll be good, uh, you'll be good forever. That's, that, that, that's what he did. Well, again, faced a lot of criticism from the, uh, from the bookstore owners that uh, you, know, don't, you don't need any more books. What does that mean? And the publishing houses probably didn't like that line either. And uh, the rabbis that were critical that said, uh, as great as the Rambam is, you know, we cannot accept a book that does not. The Jewish people always ask, what's the source? That's, a, that's the first question. You, who says? It's a famous Jewish question. Who says? And uh, you, you can't just say, but today you can get away with it by saying that Rambam says. But you can only get away with it because there's been so many books that have sourced the Rambam. And, and, and that's what the Kesef's job is. The Kesef Mishneh basically is to work backwards. So he say, he's got to work like a forensic to read Rambam and say, where could he have gotten this line from. Uh, oh, it must be, now, most of the, a lot of times it's just a straight up Gemara, but a lot of times the case of Mashiach say, 
well, it's got to come from this Gemara, and uh, it's got to be that he learned it this way, as opposed to the conventional way of learning it, because the conventional way, you come out with a different conclusion than he came out with. And he had a different gear style, like we saw today. So, 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 so basically, it's, it's, uh, 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 is tremendous what he has to do over here to figure out, and, and, where the sword, and, and more times than not, the Kesem Shnei will say, I don't know. Can't find where he got it from. But, Baruch Hashem, we have the Lechem Shnei, we have, you know, the Agot Maimonin. So the irony of that line is that um, when the Rambam says, uh, after my book, you won't need any other books, that as a result of his book, 10,000 books have been written. So actually, he's, uh, he only helped the bookstores, and he only helped the publishing companies, and he only helped the yeshivas. So now, now we have full sections in the yeshiva just on books that were written to explain uh, Harambam. And that's, that's an amazing thing, how, how we could write you know, basically, kola Torah kula halacha lemaaseh, which is something, uh, something amazing. Uh, and and they didn't have computers, so it's not like you know he, he cheated. You know, he, he googled or used all these uh, things today. Uh, no, no disrespect to the rabbis of today, but he did this the old-fashioned way. You know, he, he learned every single gemara, and they didn't have the best texts, and he had to pour over it. And, and, and he's got to figure out there's no, that there's no contradictions in 20 volumes of Psakim. So he's got to have everything in front of his mind the whole time, reconcile the, if I learn to give it out this way, there's going to be ramifications in you know, another Gemara and, and that's what they do all day long. And they're always bringing contradictions to the bomb and they reconcile it. Over here he did it because of that. And, then, uh, some, and, 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 in, and, and in the interim he's, he has doctor's hours. He's got patients in the, uh, in the waiting room you know, waiting for, uh, waiting for his, uh, his attention, you know, waiting for his attention. No, and then, asked, why didn't, didn't he say this? Yeah, said what he didn't yeah. say. And, uh, and, and that, that's Arambam. That's why, uh, old, old statement we learned when we were in Mag and Dave when we were young, when they gave us the Mahberet of Rambam's picture without the peot, that's the famous Mahberet for 25 cents from Mrs. Levy's office, you see a picture of Rambam in the turban, uh, no peot. Then you have all the white hats. Like, oh, yeah, that's the mom she tied. You don't need peot. Okay, the mom she tied. You don't need peot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but, but we, one of the things about it, we used to draw, we used to draw the peot for the Rambam on the, on the, on the Mahbedet. <coughs> but uh, the statement was on the Mahbedet in the back. You remember it, Ike? Mi Moshe ve'ad Moshe, lo kam ke Moshe. They're not saying that about anybody else. Mi Moshe, from Moses to Moses, meaning Moses Maimonides, lo kam ke Moshe. There's no Moses in between. That's it. It's Moshe Rabbeinu, and uh, Moshe Maimon. Uh, hard to imagine that there could be a, uh, a man like this that's possible. It's just incredible. And this is only one of his works. I'm not minimizing it, but we learned yesterday, he has She'elot Uchevot, they asked him from all over the world, responsa, which is a very, very key sefer in understanding Harambam. And uh, he's got the Moreh Nebuchim, he's got the Guide to the Perplexed, which, again, at the time, even till today, you know, explaining the mitzvot. Uh, he has sefer mitzvot. You know, we're doing sefer ha'inuch, but he's got his own, he's got, he's got his own book, the encyclopedia on the, on the mitzvot. And the books have been written to understand the Rambam's sefer mitzvot. Incredible, though. and he has rules, and exactly why you count them, why you don't. The ha'inuch is only modeling his book after the sefer mitzvot of Rambam. And then you got his letters, the famous letters that the Rambam wrote all over the world to different communities, and supposedly, factually, these letters saved the communities. 
they're Teman. Yeah. Teman was being influenced and being, uh, you know, uh, 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 led astray. And Rabban writes him a letter and tells him, do A, B, C, and this is the Emunah, this we got to believe in, and enough is enough. And uh, that's why the, the Yemenite community follows Rabban, like we follow Shulchan Aruch, till today. And, and at the time that Rabban was alive, the Kaddish in Yemen was, Behayechon, Ubiyomechon, Ubhayer, Abi Moshe ben Maimon. They added him to the Kaddish. Without this man, we're not Jewish. So they, they, they pay him up. Until today, go to the Timani community and tell them. But Shohan Aruch says, who's Shohan Aruch? We never heard of him. What, what does the Rabbah say? That's, that's what they follow. And then he has the Shmona Perakim, and then he has his Pirusha Mishnayot. Now the Pirusha Mishnayot, he wrote in Arabic. And then later on, they translated into... Uh, into Lashon HaKodesh. This is, this he wrote, like we talked yesterday, I mean, Nathan, this he wrote in Lashon HaKodesh. Thank God, because nothing lost in translation. Uh, in in Perusha Mishnayot, you hope nothing was lost in translation, but it's not in the original. He wrote it in Arabic, and then later on, Ibn Tibbin or whoever came, uh, explained it in, uh, in the, in, in, in the, in the, in the Lashon HaKodesh. So, because, Wow, because we follow uh, unbelievable. We follow Rambam's uh, tradition. That's so, so. That's another book. This the Sefer, uh, uh, the Mishnayot. Uh, those, those translators are Rishonim. Yeah, uh, Rishonim or, or, or early Aharonim, but Mustama Rishonim. Rambam is based on that. Yeah, so you yeah. 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 No, listen. Uh, nothing to talk. Nothing to talk. The Pirush of Mishnah Rambam is another magnum opus, and and you learn a lot. How Rambam learned the Mishnah? It's, it's incredible. And he was a philosopher, and he was a, a doctor, and he was a mathematician. Is it on the Kodesh? That's right. Oh, forget about it. Forget about it. 100%. 100%. You need, to, you need to go to a special university just to learn on Abba's calculations on how to calculate the years, the calendar. The Ibur Shana and all that. He, he knew it. He knew Sod Ibur Shana. 1,620 parts of the hour. Yeah, oh, that's, it makes the, English makes it more complicated. Yeah. So I'm just saying, this is, this is what we're talking about. Um, all right, let's, let's stop here.